Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another segment of Lunch and Learn with Pastor Will. And today we are still in our book, Marriage, Sex, and the Bedroom. Going to have a great discussion today, I guarantee. Because <laughs> we want to deal with this issue of how long. Um, and uh, let me set this up a little bit. First of all, the question that led me to want to talk about this topic was uh, somebody saying um, boundaries have been crossed in the marriage, bridges have been torn down. How long must a person wait for it, the bridges to be rebuilt? <clears throat> so this one really deals with, I believe, somebody who's in a relationship and things have been torn down. Uh, I'm going to look at that from two perspectives. I also want to talk to you all about those that are believing God for marriage and you want to be married and how long should you wait? Or those of you that are, are in a relationship and you want the person to change, how long should you wait on that change? Uh, how long should you wait? So the way I want to set this up is uh, based upon something the Lord gave me, and I think I've preached this message multiple times, and it's about this, one of the fruit of the spirit that God gave us called long suffering. And again, y'all feel free, those of you that are listening on podcasts, we thank you. If you ever have a question for me, um, um, feel free to reach out to me. My email is pastorwill at victoriouspraise.org. Will only has one L. The Bible says the fruit of the spirit is long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, uh, um, uh, gentleness and goodness. Um, now, when we talk about long suffering, which is one of the elements of the fruit, it, it, it's important that you embrace this one. Um, when I preach, I preach based upon some of the challenges and struggles that I am dealing with, um, that I feel that the members may be dealing with. You know, when we, when I minister to preachers uh, or I'm ministering in my ministers and training class, I said, how do you know what to minister? And they said, well, you listen to God. And I said, that's true. But uh, another component is what are the needs of your people? What are the needs of the people that God has assigned to you? Um, <clears throat> because yes, I must have the heart of God, but I also must know the needs of the people. And so when I minister, um, um, when I wrote those books on marriages, it was some personal challenges of my own, but it also dealt with the fact that surely, truly the people that I minister are having these same challenges, these same problems. Uh, one of my fraternity brothers um, uh, uh, asked me about my marriage. And uh, 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 he said, what's going on? I haven't been seeing Dr. Grace. <clears throat> and uh, I, I try not to get too personal, even though um, I, I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I'm going through my little stages and things like that. But um, I told him, I said, well, I think she just got tired of me. <laughs> And uh, sometimes you got to laugh to keep from crying. I, I said, I think she just, you know, 
she she got tired of Will and the idiosyncrasies of me and this and that. It was nothing. I didn't drive her away as far as I know. Um, uh, you know, we didn't argue. We didn't fight. With no police at the house. Ain't no extra babies across town. Uh, uh, you know, you know, she ain't checking my phone to see who I'm talking to and all of that kind of stuff. But I think she you know, get to that point where when we talk about how long, let's, let's assume that you're waiting on your mate to change. How long should you wait? That's absolutely, positively the wrong question. Anytime you get to a point where you're saying how long you, you, you've lost the battle, let me say this again. If you put people or circumstance or life on a clock, then all the devil got to do is just wait one day after that. Ah, you're not listening to me. Just hold out and, and see, that's the, the premise of why a lot of people fail. Whether you've been in the marriage for two days, 20 days, or 20 years, anytime you put a time limit on a thing, that's a recipe for disaster. If you, uh, uh, I, I've known people to date for eight, nine, 10 years before, you know, uh, and, and, and I asked them, what are you doing? And, and nine times out of 10, they're trying to make sure, they're trying to wait on the person to become who they are. Maybe uh, uh, the, 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 the girl don't cook good enough. Maybe the guy, you know, maybe he, you know, he doesn't have enough money or he's not that good. You know, he's always quitting jobs or, uh, and, and, and they'll just, just, just be waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting on them to change. Maybe you're dating an unsaved person and you're waiting on them to get saved. Ninja, I'm getting ready to preach y'all. Y'all better listen to a brother in this place. You better listen to a brother in this place. And so uh, uh, I had one, one lady come to me. She'd been dating this guy for 17, 18, 19 years. And he doesn't want to get married. He was in a previous marriage uh, and I guess maybe had a bad experience. But uh, she's still been with him for 19 years. And um, and um, she comes to me periodically. She just wanted to get married, wanted to get married, wanted to get married. And the funny thing about it is I can point to 10 other people that want to get divorced, want to get divorced, want to get divorced. Everybody is waiting. You waiting to get married. You waiting to get out of the marriage. You waiting on the person to change. I'm waiting on this. I'm waiting on that. Y'all don't matter. I, listen, I, I know y'all don't like my type of teaching, but I'm going to stay right there. Anytime you put people on a clock, you're going to lose. Anytime you put life on a, okay, I'm going to give y'all one more again. Okay, I'm going to give you five more times. I'm going to give you, some of y'all are one strike and you out. Some of you all, you only get people one time to mess over you and you're done with them. Some of y'all play baseball. You give them three strikes and you're out. All right, now I'm finishing that curve. Don't strike out. Don't strike out. And so for some of you, people have just struck out with you. We do this uh, not only in marriages and relationships. We do this with friendships. We do this with churches. You know, there are people who've left this church probably because uh, they waited on me to change and I didn't change. Uh, I wasn't what they needed me to be. I, I didn't do it the way they wanted to do it or the church or the church members. And, and so you are already losing the best 
battle when you start putting clocks and times and, and so on. Because if you notice your God, he don't deal with uh, infantile things such as how many times and how long must I endure with you? Oh, preach right there, Pastor Will, because the Bible tells me that his mercy endureth. I can't hear y'all. I can't hear y'all forever. His mercy endureth forever. His mercy endureth forever. How long should I wait on this man to change? Pastor, I'm sick and tired of this crap. You, you, you See, you, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're about to create what I call, mm, preach right there, Pastor Will, a self-fulfilling prophecy. A self-fulfilling prophecy is when you prophesy that something isn't going to work, and then you engage in behavior that guarantees that it won't work self-fulfilling prophecy. You prophesy that this ain't going to ever get right, and then you engage in behavior that ensures that it will never get right. Mm. Somebody said, well, I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe I should leave the relationship because I don't know if the person is going to be here for me long term. And then you engage in behavior, and then guess what? Y'all leave each other. Guess what? You just fulfilled your own prophecy. Mm, preach right there. Ah, uh, 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 this person's going to make me angry. So guess what? They make you angry. You fulfill the prophecy. The Bible says life and death, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And when you begin to speak things, uh, uh, hallelujah, uh, uh, you begin to prophesy, you can cause those things to come to pass. And so one of the ways that you find victory is do not speak it. Do not speak uh, uh, those things. Do not put things on timetables. Do not put things on time limits. Uh, I don't know when a person is going to get right. I don't know how long it's going to take. And so that is the reason why, let me read this scripture, that God gave us this thing called long suffering. Some of you are saying, I just can't take it no more. You just spoke a word of negative prophecy into your life. Some of you are saying, it's been too long. I've been dealing with this for five years, for 10 years, for 15 years. You just spoke a negative prophecy into that situation, that relationship. These people ain't going to never promote me. They're racist. They're sexist. Uh, you just spoke a negative prophecy into that situation. It ain't going to ever get right. I'm working with can't get right. Y'all remember life with <laughs> uh y'all remember that movie Life with Eddie Murphy? Can't get right. Remember, can't get right. And so some of y'all are just married to can't get right. Some of y'all are dating, can't get right. Some of y'all work on the job with can't get right. You ever had a situation where they just keep messing up and messing up and messing up and messing up? And you say to yourself, How long I gotta put up with this crap, Pastor? How long I gotta deal with this? Ah, they just can't get right. And so we pray to God to fix it, and then God don't fix it. We pray to God to, to, to make them right, and God don't make it right. We pray to God, Lord, I can't take this no more, and then you can't take it no more. <laughs> I'm preaching right there. And so we get to this situation where we say, it's been too long. I can't take it no more. So we leave marriages. We leave churches. We leave families. We become estranged. Uh, we leave jobs, we leave businesses, we give up on careers because it's taking too long. So 
the question. Let me let me read. You know, I'm I'm talking too much. I'm talking too much. This stuff that you all y'all know that this stuff is in my heart, right? You, you you know that this is a part of who your shepherd is. I preach this stuff because I mean it from my heart. So the fruit of the spirit, long suffering. What is long suffering? Long suffering is a God given patience that gives you supernatural strength in the face of uncommon trouble. I'm going to say that one more time. Long suffering is a God given patience that gives you supernatural strength in the face of uncommon trouble. What is uncommon trouble? Mr. Kate, get right. <laughs> What is uncommon trouble? Sister just can't get it right. I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of this man. I'm sick and tired of this woman. I'm sick and tired of the situation. I'm sick and tired of, I've been dating this guy and he can't get right. He ain't going to ever do right. She ain't going to ever do right. That person that said, Pastor, I've been waiting on him to marry me. I'm waiting on him to marry me. And and I, I said, well, darling, you've been with the guy for 19 years. Y'all thought I had forget. I'm coming back. My mind ain't that long, but it ain't that short either. <laughs> uh and uh, I, I said to them, I know that, you know, we believe in marriage and you got to get married and this and that, but you've been with this person for 19 years. And all I want to know is, do you love the person? Uh, um, uh, are you content being friends? Are you, I don't know, you're, you're sharing birth, uh, birthday gifts and presents and uh, the person and y'all doing all of that. Uh, uh, stop letting society dictate your length of time of waiting. Stop letting other people. Now, if you want to move on, move on. Don't misunderstand me. Uh, um, but if you are frustrated with the wait, that's different. See, it's one thing to decide, okay, I want to move on. And you have every right to do that. You can move on out of a marriage. You can move on out of a relationship. You are a grown person. I was going to say grown blank person, but I don't cuss. Stop. Stop, stop. You're a grown person. You can do whatever you want. And you know who else knows that you're grown? You're God. God don't make you do anything. He just waits on you. He waits on you. Mm, listen to this. God waits on you indefinitely. God waits. He's got long suffering. He don't count. He don't say, okay, Will, you got three more times to screw up. He say, okay, Will, now I'm going to give you to the end of the year. Now the new year, I'm, I'm starting new beginnings. We do that. Now, if this is where God has you, if you've made those marital vows and said, till death do us part, uh, uh, stop putting time limits on it. I have no idea when old boy, old girl going to get right. But I do know that God gave me something called long suffering because that's a part of who God is. And if I am truly a child of God, a son of God, a daughter of God, then I need to embrace the Holy Ghost the spirit of God, which gives me long suffering. Now, now, now I told you what its definition is. Uh, see, y'all got to stop counting. You got to stop putting people on clocks. Uh, if that's your husband, then it don't matter how long it takes. If that's your wife, then it don't matter how long it takes. Uh, if you love the person, then it doesn't matter how long it takes. Uh, you need to take long suffering out of the equation. Now you have every right to put people on the clock, uh, but somebody asked me how long? 
how long? And the answer is, uh, if this is where God has you, if you believe that this is the person that you love, that you want to be with, and they're still messing up, and they're still screwing up, who am I to tell you how long to wait? Who is anybody to tell you how long to wait? Ah, y'all not listening to me. God gives us long suffering. Y'all don't like this teaching, do you all? But I believe too many people have given up. Too many people have quit. Too many people have left. Too many people say, I just can't take you no more. Too many people say, I'm just tired of you. Well, I'm so glad God ain't tired of you. I'm so glad that God has not given up on you. And I'm in the Bible because Peter said, Lord, how many times should we forgive our brother? And he said, seven times, Lord. He thought he was being magnanimous because earlier uh, uh, in the discourse, God says, if your brother offends you seven times in the day, forgive him seven times in the day. And the disciples say, Lord, we can't do that. Well, what they actually said was, uh, uh, Lord, increase our faith because we can't see it. And now Peter is like, okay, Lord, I kind of got to seven. So that's why he said, Lord, should we give it, should we do it seven times? And God said, no, 77 times seven, 70 times seven. Oh, y'all now listen to me, listen to me. That number wasn't a real number. That number was saying that it doesn't matter. He said, God forgives you. And he gives this story of this man who owed his master millions of of dollars and his master's going to put him in jail for not paying him. And he said, Lord, have mercy on me. And the Lord had mercy on him. And then that same ninja went out and found somebody that owed him a buck 50 and said, give me my money. And the man didn't have him. He had that man put in jail. When the master heard about that, he said, how wicked can you be? I just forgave you of millions and you can't forgive your brother of a dollar and 50 cents. Oh, go read the story. Go read the story. 